I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I am going to bring Cole back to the United States. Cole! That's me doing uh, Dave Chappelle. Some, some of the bits of the new specials are good. Uh, welcome to the Advanced Analytics Podcast. Um, great to be back. So many things to talk about this week. None of any sort of significance or relevance, but um, I reckon it's going to be a ripper podcast. I agree. Good on you. Get off the mark. Get a get a word in there early. Yeah, I did. Um, Paul, congratulations on having your album come out this week. Oh, thanks, man. That's really really exciting. It's called um, Surf Music. Yeah. It's available on Spotify, iTunes. Yeah. Uh, you can buy it on SoundCloud. No. You can buy it somewhere. Sorry, mate. I don't know what it's called. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. I bought it on Bandcamp and then found out it was free on Spotify. I was like, oh, why do I waste my money? Idiot. No, Wait, where did you buy it? iTunes. No, I bought it on Spotify. Uh, Bandcamp. Oh, right. So I found out about it because if you buy it once on Spotify, Bandcamp, you yeah. find it every time. And here's the other thing. I tried to make it nine ninety nine on iTunes. Yeah. I thought like that was a good, cheap price. I'd say too high. Nah, joking. Um, but it must have been in a strong foreign currency because it, it's like $17.50. Pull back the curtain, go behind the music for a bit here. That's, yeah. that's an interesting bit of uh, uh, tidbit of information. I'm guessing the US dollar because we're low against the US dollar at the moment. Yeah, I checked it though and I still didn't, I don't think that made sense. It was like more likely to be pounds. They might have that... withheld tax as well. Yeah. Apple's dodgy as shit and they don't even pay tax in New Zealand anyway. Okay, anyway, let's not let me get bogged down in that. Go on, um, I'd, if I was you, I'd get it on SoundCloud or the easiest one for me is Spotify. It's not on SoundCloud. Used. I'd just like to go on Oh, record. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what is it called? Bandcamp. <laughs> I'd like to just go on record and say. <laughs> it's not on SoundCloud. It's not on, but you it's can on buy on SoundCloud and put it on other apps I think... or Spotify is the easiest. No, I, I, I'm going to go out and say subscribe to the title. What? Support Jay Z. <laughs> what? What is the um, it's high quality on? What the title. is the? What would you say as the single off the album? Well, the thing is, I I think I actually kind of got it wrong. Usually, I get it right. Usually, yeah. I'm like, that's the single, yeah, and then sure what? enough, that's everyone's favorite. Yeah. This time, I thought the singles were in order of when I wrote them: braces yeah. and yeah. surf music, which is the first track. That's weird, yeah. Everyone's come out and said they like the second track, number one. Yeah. That's been almost the most popular. Yeah, number one and Closeton Bridge, right? Sure. Right. I've, I've Am I the few, only yeah. one who said that? Is no, no, I've, I've had a couple of those as well, yeah. I'd say Closeton Bridge is clearly the single and then number one is the is the follow-up. Um, where's I'm from Nelson. Where's Closeton Bridge? So along Nile Street... At the end, the very end of Nile Street, it yeah. goes over the Mai Tai River. Oh, so it's the far little one. 
Yeah, it's it's quite little. We used to jog to there basically, and then turn yeah, yeah, and we come used back. yeah we used to run over it. Okay, so it's quite a tiny bridge. Okay, oh, that's yeah. interesting. I n- had never heard of that bridge. It's and, not that famous a bridge. Um, and behind them, a bit of NBA. You're wondering why I'm talking about this. A bit of NBA relevance, not just besides it's Paul. Um, uh, you talk about Anthony Bennett a lot in the in the the track number two. It's called Number One, but it's track yeah. number two. It's quite confusing. Oh, the album is littered with NBA references. I thought that was the only one, I but mean, it comes back a lot. Nah, yeah, there's two songs that have NBA. References. So what? So the the chorus of people who don't know goes, um, "I could be your, it's a romantic song." It goes, "I could be your number one. I could be your Anthony Bennett. I'll be your Anthony Bennett. I'll be your number yeah, yeah. one." Yeah, but the, great. I like the lyric. It's very good, very funny, and and oh. good. But then you say, um, "I wrote the song." At the time of the draft, how's it go? I wrote the song, song. at the time I, of the draft. I wrote the song right after, straight after, after the, the draft. draft. I wrote the song right. right after. So wait, so you wrote the song about being number one, Anthony Bennett, banking on Anthony Bennett being a good player? Surely not. I mean, I don't want to go too behind the music. <laughs> People, go out there, listen to the album on Judge Spotify for yourself, wherever. Make your own minds up. It's catchy. I'm collecting for charity. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not collecting for charity. <laughs> um, I mean, I am actually. I'm fundraising so I can go do my show in Edinburgh later in the year. So I mean, it's as good as a charity. This is it's like a, I want to like can a I just, charity. Can I just retract when I said that funding my comedy show was as good as a charity? <laughs> um, no, but it's not often you get a song that has Anthony Bennett in the, in the hook of the main single. It mentions. So it has it mentions other NBA players. So oh yeah. The, oh yeah. It mentions. I mentioned Victor Oladipo. You call him, you call him, you to make him work in the song though. You don't call him Victor Oladipo. You call him Victor Oladie or something. Yeah, Oladie. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I, I mentioned Go Beer. Yeah, I think that's it, maybe. Yeah, but um, guys, if you're into the NBA, check it out. Then boy, are you gonna love this album. And if you're into the NBA, boy, are you gonna love this podcast? It's time for the weekend review. I'm trying to say I'm trying to I'm obsessed with soccer podcasts now. I'm more into football mm. than I, I know more about football. I've been into football. I, we talked about this last week, but I'm, I'm I'm more into football now than um, soccer. But I listen to all the football players. Like it's time to find out what's happening on the pitch. And he's literally wearing a football jersey right yeah. now. Yeah, shout out to Inter Milan. I don't know any of their players, um, but I love them and I love their. I th- they're not very good at the moment, but I love their logo and I feel like in the future they're gonna be good. I, I kind of more sport Real Madrid, which is kind of depressing. Let's not talk about it. And I've also got a Manchester City jersey and a Manchester United jersey now. Retro though, retro. Back from when City got relegated. Dope. It's got brother on the. I got it because it was like um, Oasis War, and the, I, I saw a photo of Oasis in a magazine. And the next day, I went to an op shop, and they had the Manchester yeah. City jersey that Oasis was wearing. That was meant to be. Could not buy it. And brother on the front. Because they're both brothers as well, which is dope. We, me and you should get matching mm. Manchester City jerseys. And we should got, make it Oasis cover band. Yeah. and um, But brother is run out of furry material. It's like That's, nice to uh, touch. It's like, who? Is, what is Umbro thinking? No wonder they went like out of business. So the last time I went to the UK was yeah. last year, near the end, or July maybe, August, I don't know. Mm. Um, I arrived not at Heathrow Airport in London. Yeah. I arrived at the other one, the southern one. Yeah. And I can't remember. There's actually three airports that service right. London. Yeah, I found yeah, out. there is the hard way. I went to the the anyway the they're southern, all shit. The southern one, which is like you've got to get on the train and like drive a little. I thought bit. they all we had to get on the train. Yeah, kinda. Every time I've left Heathrow, I've gotten a car. But um, this one, I got on a train and trained up through like uh, 
Mate, mm. if you take the um, Heathrow yeah. Express, it's only 15 minutes from Paddington. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's not important. I don't know why I'm getting <laughs> into these logistics. Or the story could have been very short. I'm pretty sure I saw one of the Gallagher brothers as soon as I got off the plane. It was the ultimate experience. Like, yeah, London experience. experience. Because, okay, so there was glass in between us. It was kind of like I was coming on and he was like heading in the other direction. Mm. And uh, like I was just off the plane, like literally Sounds quite seconds. highly likely, yeah. And he was wearing um, kind of wraparound shades. Yeah, that would be him. With like, um, and I'm pretty sure it had like heaps of little diamantes on the side. Yeah, that would be him. And uh, and I don't know which one it was. Sounds like Liam. It was one of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, dope. I, they are quite, they're douchebags, but they're quite funny. I remember sometimes. there was a real funny interview and it was like, they'd been kicked off a plane for like yeah. being rowdy. Huh. And then he was like, don't care what people think. I'll tell you why. You know, he reaches his pocket and just pulls out his like platinum like mask card <laughs> and he's like, This right here. This could buy the planes that we get thrown off of. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good call. I wonder what they think of Manchester City now that they're owned by um the dodgy state of Qatar. I, there's good things about Qatar, but like it's dodgy human rights record. And they're just like the top. They're, they're the new Manchester United, really. They're like way clear on the table. Mm. Um, my favorite Oasis quote is when they won a Brit Award or something, go on the stage and go, it's hard to be humble at a time like this. You are all shit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wasn't there one speech. where that he, he spun around and was like pretending to stick? Yeah. On one of those nights where they won like five awards, at one point they got up there and while Noel was doing, uh, while Liam was doing, no, yeah, while Noel was doing the speech, Liam grabbed the award and just started prodding it into his ass. While flashing his ass at the crowd. That is good comedy. That is good gag. All right. Um, uh, speaking of, we've got like kind of trivial stories this week, I feel. It's after the All-Star break, so people are winding down. One sad one we'll get to, but oh no, one serious one, one kind of, oh, one. Um, but right now, um, Swaggy P got asked about his weird clothing because it was like cold in San Francisco and he was wearing like an open shirt. And he yeah. said that um, John Travolta came to him in a dream and told it. him what to wear. That's so funny. That's it. so good. Yeah, I watched it and it reminded me because sometimes I forget. Sometimes I'm I'm very. Sometimes I I flit all over the place. But this reminded me who my favorite player in the NBA is, and it's Swaggy P. Oh, what a Swaggy! I I kind of went off him when he um cheated on Iggy yeah, Azalea. I, I did as well. Well, but no, this no, 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 no. Rewind two steps. I went off him when he started a relationship with Iggy Azalea because that was pretty whack. And then when he cheated on her, I was like, oh, double kick in the guts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a charismatic, lovable guy. And he's, yeah. Anyone, like, I, I really enjoy his son as well on social media. He's, uh, he has a very cute son, Swaggy P Jr., Nick yeah. Young Jr. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and if you, okay, go to his, inst- go to Nick Young's, and he actually launched Nick Young Jr., launched an Instagram recently. But go to um, Swaggy P Senior's Instagram. And I mean, I need to find out when it was from. But there was this one video that I just loved so much. They were driving in their car. And Nick Young Jr.'s in the back crying. And then Nick's like, Swaggy P's like, what? what's wrong, Nick? And he goes, I'm sad. <laughs> and then Swaggy P's like, why are you sad, Nick? And he goes, you on not nice. <laughs> and um and it was because he, he didn't let him go to the toy shop. <laughs> but his his son is very cute. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah. oh, Swaggy P's cute too. I, I maintain that he's the handsomest player in the NBA. I remember Soon thinking... to be challenged by Michael J- Porter Jr. when he gets drafted. Thinking years ago when you first... Because you said that years ago. Yeah, I called it, yeah. And... Um, and I disagreed, but I'm on board now. He his his board. fashions have gone a bit whack. Um, he just kind of goes with the tide. But I previously thought, especially when he did a lot of like unbuttoned kind of like Hawaiian Vers- shirts. And he stuff. wore like a lot of like Versace like silk shirts. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Genuinely thought he was the most stylish guy. Mm. Um, I, st- I, I still stand by it. I Russell Westbrook's an interesting one because he his he often goes whack, and he's famous for like you know he wears sometimes where it literally looks like his fashion is like a Hivers vest he's wearing or like mm. he's like half naked like he wears a lot of weird clothes um, but I genuinely think uh, Russell Westbrook is actually bringing some heat this is a shame his, um, his his first sneaker the Jordan Why Not or whatever it's called is a piece of crap looks like it's from the 90s not that I, right. I love the 90s but I like actual nostalgia not fake nostalgia I haven't seen that sure I don't think it's a space boot you see it after it looks very much like the Jordan 2 new retro if you oh, remember right. that no I don't okay anyway uh Swaggy P, legend. How do you feel about John Travolta? If he came to my dream, I'd be freaked out. Uh, no, what depends. I, I think he meant like Saturday Night Fever, John Travolta. Oh, wow. You're just really just, you're just adding fake news now. You don't know what he meant. No, I he don't. He might have meant um, one from one of his weird Scientology movies where he's got like dreadlocks or something. Yeah, what is that film called? I who, watched the video about that F. After Earth. Um, or even like uh, OJ, the TV show, that John Travolta would be... Where he's like Shapiro or That's whatever. better. He seemed there like he was coming back to reality old. Um, I feel bad about Dr. Oh, Travolta because my theory is, while he's possibly like a um, sex pest. What? John Travolta. Is he? There's bad rumors about him. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, because he's, here's the rumor, right? That he's gay and that's why. Oh, it's the same as the Tom Cruise rumor. Yeah, man, so I told you, yeah. That, that, that in his, you know, where you get your, mm. in Scientology, we get your, like, your, you say, admit your things. Yeah, he, admits he admitted it. liking men, and then they yeah. hold that, they blackmail that with him, and he's secretly gay, and he goes and gets massages, and then, like, hits on the massages. Right. It's, it's bad times. I'll, but well, he's, he's managed to shake out of the allegations. But when a dude has, like, four or five people accusing him, oh, it's right. not a, it's not a good that. sign. I was about to say, check out that music video he did with, uh, uh, what's her name? He hasn't been. F- I don't think he's been found guilty of anything, but there's some icky a- accusations. It's called like there. Home for the Holidays or something. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Well, he's clearly nuts. Wow. You got to feel a bit sorry for him. Um, next back story. in the day, though, he was the best. It's oh, funny yeah. how like all the hottest dudes back in like the. Um, and actually, that makes sense. I was going to say all the hottest dudes like gay, but then no, that makes that makes perfect sense. But I was like, um, I love how George Michael was like a, an icon. Like everyone, if you look at him, George Michael in some Wham videos, god damn, he is good looking. Um, but also the cross airing and stuff, like very gay. I love how gay people love um, cross, um, like, you know, Christian merch so much, considering I guess maybe that's the point to push back. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. he's very, he's very attractive. Um, and it's just funny that all these women were falling for him um, all those years ago. Yeah. I don't know what my take was. Oh, yeah. John Travolta was like that back in the day as well. Too old to look like a high school student, but you don't realize that until like years later. You're like, because you watch Grease when you're a kid, mm. and you're like, "Oh, that's how old a high school student is." And then you like, you watch it now, and you're like, "Damn, John Travolta's like 35 years old. Yeah. And he's supposed to play a 17 year old." It's a hell of a film. We Grease is hot. Fact, it's amazing. I'm not guy and I once went to uh, 
Venice High School in LA. Where yeah. they, it's where funny they when you it. said Guy, I thought you meant Guy Montgomery. Oh, you meant me. Yeah, I was, I was there. We, Dope. We went there. We sat on the bleachers. We took some Stoke. photos. Yeah, the high school's still the same. Rydell High. Yeah, it's crazy. Good. It's cool. Uh, check it out if you're in out near the beach. In it's LA. not that close. To, it's a bit of a bike ride. We actually managed to get an Uber from um, Venice Beach, which is a place you might go as a tourist just to see like the mm. to people watch and stuff and see the skaters and the ballers. Yeah. But um, you can break it up. Break up. This is a guy travel tip with a trip to the um, is it the Goodwill Cafe? Oh, I might need to Grass- Google it. Cafe the Gr- Cafe Gratitude. Gratitude. And it's bizarre because you order a sandwich. Joe Mandy does some stand-up about this, but we experienced it before Joe Mandy talked about it. There's a couple of these in LA. You buy a sandwich or something, it's called like the um, Wonderful, and you're like, can I get a, you're embarrassed to say it, you're like, can I get a um, Halloumi, a, a, a Wonderful? And they're like, you are wonderful. And I'm like, thank you. And while that is psychotic. I, I was like, oh, no, could I... Can I get a sandwich? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Whatever you say, they're all called like blessings and stuff yeah. like that. I know it makes it's worth, it's like a real LA thing to do. And they, they have like a vegan bacon thing. It's mm. like the most delicious bacon remember, thing you've ever had. We got um, kale chips. Yeah. And I just remember the dude just kept bringing us different dips. Little dips. And it was crazy. He was, yeah. He'd come and he'd be so confused. Yeah. And he just kept bringing... Dips. It was my first time having kale, and that's why I ordered it, and I regretted it very much. And I'm like, mate, there's no amount of dips that are going to make this <laughs> shitty burnt lettuce taste any better than it is. But apparently, it's they have, oh, here's a stat that will blow your mind because it's been marketed as a superfood now. And ever since I heard that bananas were like just marketed by a company to be a superfood, it kind of like made me. Don't get me wrong, bananas are great, but like they're not a superfood or whatever. Um, kale's like the new superfood. Um, before it became like a hip thing, like marketers turned it into a product, guess who the number one purchaser in the world of kale was? Beyonce. Yeah, no, that's, I, I realize this, I hate when people do these guessing games. I don't know why I did it. Pizza Hut, because they use kale yeah, to garnish a, around uh, their pizzas on the buffets. Yeah, I'd heard of that. No, you was, hadn't. No, I had. No, you hadn't. Cheap. No, but you hadn't. I said Beyonce because when she came to New Zealand, supposedly she ate like only kale. Kale, yeah. Well, if it is nutritious and it, it tastes like nothing, it's if you might, if you ask me, it's burnt lettuce. Favorite right. vegetable? Uh, broccoli. Mine's potato, like fries and stuff. <laughs> yeah. no, no changing. Chippies. <laughs> um, okay, Zaza Zaza Pachulia was in the news this week because he has I already like stayed in the news because like. The guy from who's the guy? This is so funny that um, we're doing an NBA podcast and I can't name the star player. Kawhi Leonard of the um, San Antonio Spurs. His injuries been going in and out, so people just keep on remembering Zaza. The fact that Zaza injured him, um, and this week he people, some say people say he intentionally fell on um, Russell Westbrook. Mm. I texted you instantly eh, when it happened. Yeah, you're like, this is going to be big. And it I was, was like, this is going to be big, and it was. The idiot's going to lose. Their and they, they hadn't even talked about it in the game, so I was like. Wasn't even sure if anyone else had really seen it. What are your thoughts on it? Look at Zaza. He is a massive goomba. He's mm. and people get annoyed by this because they're like, oh, at one minute he's a high, highly tuned athlete, and the next minute he's this guy who can't even control his own legs. I played basketball with a centre when I was in high school, and he was like, he wasn't even that tall. He's like, oh, no, he was pretty tall. He's like six foot eight, six foot nine, and he couldn't jog backwards. So like the bigger you get, the harder things get. And that's why yeah. so I think so many bigs are 
um, injury prone. They can't run properly yeah. and stuff like that. And I want to say, so the first time I saw the video of him falling on Westbrook, I was like, he just intentionally fell on his legs. Yeah. Looking back, mm. Swaggy P's foot does hook behind his knee. Yeah. No, but, and you just fall. Like, yeah. I fell the other day playing basketball. I got knocked in the chest harder than I thought. And I, I don't, you're not used to falling over, so it catches you by surprise. You just go down. I went down mm. so hard that I, like, my back hit the ground and my neck, like, whipped back and hit the floor. I was, like, quite scared. I was like, damn, I'm going to get a concussion. Like, I fall like that sometimes. I'm not even yeah. that tall. Oh, sometimes, I fall over on basketball all the time. Sometimes just, I melt, but... I melt holes in my shorts. But my point... Did you actually do that? Uh, no, not the ones you've given me. Instant. Oh, that sounds suspicious. No. Why am I giving him shorts? I bought him... He, I knew he needed shorts and I found the right shorts. Because I keep burning him. holes in all the others. Actually? Nah, nah. It was like, it was those soccer asked, shorts. Actually. When you slide on the wood, it like if it's a weird material, they'll melt it. Oh, I've never experienced that. I'm not going Ooh. fast enough, obviously. Yeah. But I go slow, and sometimes it just happens. You just gumbly just fall over, and when you're tall, it is a long way down. Like you can't once mm. your balance is gone. Like just look at Zaza. He's not in proportion. He looks like a big baby. His mm. head is the biggest thing you've ever seen in life. Like imagine if that head just gets a bit off balance. I will say that both parties can be right. Zaza is very clumsy. And Zaza is also dirty. Like, he gets into fights. I mean, it's yeah. pretty rough that the guy's had, like, a 20-year NBA career and people, like, pulling videos of back in his rookie season when he, like, tried to fight Jason Richardson. Yeah. But, like, I think... That was I, a magic game. I think he's definitely dirty and he deserves the hate, but at the same time, people are like... I don't think he tried to injure Russell Westbrook. I think I think the Kawhi thing was... I mean, people are going to argue this. It's, it's going to be more controversial than the JFK assassination. But I think uh, he didn't mean to injure Kawhi. I think he's just... That um, he's just that Gumby, yeah. No, he found a Paul George as well. He just slowly falls over, and Paul George, get out of the way. There's a giant is falling over. He's nowhere he knows Paul George is behind yeah, him. He's like, I'm gonna I, fall over crazy. and injure Paul George he, that, when he fell backwards, and he kind of fell into Draymond a bit as well. Mm. Um, yeah, some of the clips people were posting, I was like, this, that's not fair to call him out for that. That's ridiculous. Like, um, even that one last year, he got in trouble, I think it was last year in the playoffs when Westbrook went over that around that screen. And kind of jumps up into him, and he kind of stripped the ball almost quite clean. Mm. But in doing so, um, Westbrook did they did collide, and Westbrook fell over, and a foul was called on Zaza. And then Zaza did weirdly stand over him and stare stare down at him. You don't. And um, no, but when you watch that, it is predominantly Westbrook. I feel mm. Westbrook is going to shoot it when you watch it. And you're like. Who shoots a one-footer runner coming off a screen? Like, he's trying to do... You know how last year yeah, it was a thing where they kept drawing the fouls screen. going off the screen? Yeah. And it feels like he's maybe angry at something, and he's trying to do that. Because he dribbles around, and he yeah. takes off, and he jumps up into Zaza, who who then essentially just strips the ball as clean as you could in that situation with a guy jumping into you. And uh, and then he steered him out, and everyone was like, oh, that was horrific. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, watch it back. I don't think it's that much on Zaza. I think the biggest... Uh, people love to hate the Warriors, and maybe rightly so, and rightly so to hate on Zaza, so go hard on it. But um, I think the biggest story and the more interesting thing is um, it's been rescinded now, but Draymond, every time I watched him, um, got another technical. What is you doing? It's mm. so annoying. Like, this is some ignorant shit. I just can't believe that, like... Literally, the Warriors lost the NBA Finals, I think, because of Draymond Green getting um, 
his final technical and missing a game in the NBA Finals. He's going to do it again. Not only that, there's a lot of games going the season. Durant is like on like 13 technicals as well. 16, and you get suspended for a game. And that's what the um, commentators mm. always tell you. What, what I want to know is what happens after that. Yeah. Does it get clear? This is what inf- – the commentary in the NBA is so piss poor that they just say that same stupid fact over again. You get 16, you get, techni- you get yeah. um, suspended. Um, and it annoyed me so much. So Guy Williams did a minimum level of advanced analytics, wow. literally checked out the NBA rule book, yeah. which is available. And I actually Don't found it a little bit that. confusing. So the rule is um, – it's easy for the regular season. It's every – uh, you get to 16, and then every second foul, every second technical you get, you get suspended for a game again. Oh, wow. Because so I, I was so almost on 18, thinking you get a they technical, were, on 20, um, you get a technical. I almost was thinking they were like going to quickly get there before the playoffs. Yeah, so it resets. And then reset. No, no, no. So here's the next catch, and this really confused me. And to be fair, when I was reading the rule book, I was reading an old rule book. Like, it was like the 2014, 2015, so it may have changed because Draymond obviously is like one of the first people to really – bring these rules into effect because it happened in the NBA Finals that was that important. In the playoffs, you get like seven fouls, seven technicals, and then once you go over that, it goes... Oh, so it resets for the playoffs. Yeah, and then, and then you miss a game and then go two. But that's not what happened to Draymond in the finals. He got to like his 16, 17, and then missed oh, his game. Why did that happen? So I'm confu- I, I am confused. I am literally... So maybe... This is my thought. This is my thought. I think maybe... Because... No, but there is... There was talk of like the NBA did it just to... No, no. So, so I think so this might be the rule because remember, like they they make more money the more games there are in the finals. So, so there was a rumor yeah, that no, they wanted to like expand, no, it, extend it. Draymond had he's got to go. Like I, don't, was, I don't see conspiracy well, there against the Warriors. Like he's, mm. it's, 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 the only person he's got to blame is himself, and also blame the Warriors staff for not doing a well, better job of containing it. In that in that situation, I can't remember exactly what the foul was, but wasn't that the one where LeBron walked over him? Yeah, and I thought it was. Unusual to give him a tech and not LeBron. Yeah, 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 okay, maybe it doesn't matter. Okay, if you know a guy is on 15 technicals and one more gets him suspended for a game, you just punch him in the nads, you do everything you can to get him to give that one more, and Draymond's got to be aware. Like, how stupid is this? He's a moron. Mm. And then, um, well, so Durant's almost there too. I mm. think the rule will be, oh, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, like, they're not, they're not, Tactically doing technicals, it's like an anger. It's yeah, an anger. No, no, I know. And, and yeah. LeBron was tactically taunting him and did a great job of it. Like, well played to him. That's the game. Um, so I think I think the way the technicals must work is you just must go from here on out into the playoffs. Every second one, you get suspended for a game, which is pretty big. And I'm guess maybe like the fuse gets shorter for players who aren't near the 16. So maybe a player like um, Russell, no, Russell Wish would have a lot of technicals. Say a guy's got no technicals like Kyrie Irving. If he starts getting a lot in the playoffs, they're like, you can only get seven. You don't have, like, your full 16. So yeah. you can't just start giving – you can't save up your te- – I think the idea is to not save up your technicals for the um, uh, things. Yeah. Um, speaking of LeBron and being, like, calculating, um, a story from this week – oh, it's from the All-Star Game weekend, but it kind of carried on a few days later – was um, uh, the thing of reseeding the playoffs. Yeah. Which I think is a good idea because they always bring out the stat that LeBron's made it to the play- the finals like 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's and funny like, how he beating... was like, let's not change that. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> LeBron came out and said, and I was like, man, have some self-awareness. I guess he realized, I get... good on him for being honest, but it does look bad that he's like coasted to the finals 
almost every year of his career. Like even when he was with the bad meant, Cleveland yeah, team, yeah, has meant it. we've had some bad finals. Had some, yeah, and um, it's been like that for a long time. And LeBron's been part of like the hidings on the other end. Yeah. And but, it's like they but, should do it yeah. one to uh, sixteen. Like, what are you afraid of, LeBron? He can still make it. I mean, it just, but it's going to be tough. You might have to play the Houston Rockets in the in the semifinals as opposed. Hmm. And people are like it changes the NBA history. Who gives a shit? It's a it's a game. It, it, yeah, it gets it hurts the rivalries, but the rivalries were hurt a long time ago. Like, right, the rivalries aren't. I'm don't get me wrong. It's exciting when it's Lakers Celtics, but um, they're not like they used to be. And there's no like um, like LeBron hasn't well, had an Eastern Conference wide rival would, since um, the Celtics in like 2009. It would open up more playoff Celtics Lakers matchups because. In this current format, they have to meet in the finals. Yeah. Opposed to... They could meet at an earlier round. Could, yeah, meet way more times. Yeah, I wonder if it would increase the percentages. Who knows? But well, yeah, that well, well, it definitely would. It just amazes me how every... And people, isn't there like an NBA LeBron page like on, ES, on ESPN? They have like a specific like... Just like, you know how they have like Clippers news, Celtics news, um, Rockets news, and then LeBron news? I'm pretty sure it's a thing. It does amaze me how he always is in the news. Like, I mean, I know he does comments, and uh, don't get me wrong, it's, I'm not hating on it. Like, he's often good, but like, he's just always got story. Like, he's like a one man factory. Yeah, I can see why he's made that website. Um, what's it called? The Undisputed or Uncensored or something like that. He's made a website literally like to compete with the Players t- Tribune. And it's like, why not? If you're literally making your own news, you may as well. Yeah. And it reminded me of um, Jennifer Aniston because I went to the. Um, the petrol station this week mm. and like of the seven magazines I was stocking in New Zealand petrol station, like literally three or four of them were Jennifer That's Aniston. Crazy. And I was looking at the cover. They were all different stories. Yeah. Like one was a fashion spread. One was weight loss. And then one was about her divorce. And then mm. one was about her relationship with Brad Pitt. Yeah. This is cr- like, she's like the LeBron James of like just generating. Ho- I can't tell if Jennifer Aniston is the LeBron James of relationship news or LeBron James is the NBA news of Jennifer Aniston relationship? I'm confused. Yeah. I don't get Jennifer Aniston at all. She's like, amazing. She's but, like the Kardashians. They just have yeah. shit going on all the time. She's been married. I was watching a video of her. I did a minimum level of research. I'm quite fascinated about it now. She, um, she'd been married two and a half years to Justin Theroux. They yeah. look like a classic couple. And the report from Entertainment Tonight was like, this trouble, this split has been coming for some time. I was like, you've been married for two and a half years. How long did they split up like a year into it? They're like, yeah. they were sleeping in different houses, living in different houses. These, these motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the craziest video the other day. Yeah. And I, I don't know how I got there, mm. but it was Fran from the nanny named Fran. <laughs> Fran Drescher, yeah. Fran Drescher, but her real name's Fran Fine, I think. Mm. What? No, no. And the, her name's Fran Fine in the... Correct. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah, I am as well. I thought her name was Fran Drescher in the show, but her show's her name's Fran. Anyway, that's why I just said Fran, mate. Let's not get. You all know who I'm talking about. She's a nanny. She got kicked out on her fanny. Yeah. And I don't know where fanny is offensive. Is it offensive in the UK or America? The UK. Must be in the UK. Yeah, yeah, the UK. So in the States, it means your bottom. She mm. was out on her bottom. And uh, anyway, I watched. Her with Oprah, and it was so dramatic. Is this new or old? I couldn't tell you. I mean, I mean, way after the the nanny, like so. But I don't know how recent. Yeah, well, but, Oprah um, hasn't had a show in a long time, but she might have a podcast yeah. or something. I think it was a little while ago, but yeah. like in the last ten years. Yeah. 
So the scene's there. It's a sit-down interview. Yeah. Oprah and Fran. And it's very serious. And Oprah's there. It's, it's like reminiscent of when she interviewed Lance Armstrong. It's, it's hard to imagine Fran doing a serious interview because of her voice is so... Yeah. Yeah. I think she, she, it's hard a bit to take seriously. Back, like, oh, she, in this interview. Oh, that makes sense. She plays it up. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, and she's there and, and she's with a man and she's like, I want to go back to Oprah's. Like, I want to go back to when we first had you on the show because you guys were just your energy together as a married couple was just. Yeah. And they were also um, business partners. Like he produced the nanny. Oh wow! And um, and she played the clip, and they come out, and they're like doing real weird. Where he's just like, she's like, she says, like your energy is just unbelievable, and he's just like, well. I'm just so in love with my wife or like my beautiful wife or something. He says something real corny like that. Yeah. And as I was watching it, I was like, that is a, that is a homosexual man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she has married a homosexual man. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, each their own. But then sure enough, like the, the twist is it comes back and they broke up because he was a homosexual man. <laughs> and, um, yeah. But no, but the, the thing, it was actually kind of nice. Cause like the thing was they've remained really like they say they're best friends and stuff. Yeah. Like Ladybird. Spoiler, um, but they remain best friends, and uh, and it was really nice. But then there was this one real full-on bit. Time out, okay. Um, this next bit was, I I think too full-on for this podcast, so I'm actually going to remove it. I didn't say anything inappropriate, but ah, uh, it's just a, it got very dark. And, and I remember as I was telling it, I was like, I'm going to cut this bit out because. It's yeah, it's just too dark. Time in. The thing with Jennifer Aniston is, I think obviously most of the articles written about her are trash. Like she's pregnant, like every week according to the women's magazines. Yeah. They tell lies. I hate those magazines. Yeah, they're horrific. I remember once, like years ago, and I was with a friend at a petrol station one night. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh my god, Jay Z and Beyonce are splitting up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was like two thousand. This is so many years ago. Yeah. And you're I was like, like, I'll put money on it that they're not. That they're not. They then, just lie. But the thing lie. is, Jennifer Anderson, that's why I had to double check. That's why I was watching the video. Jennifer Anderson actually is broken up after two and a half years. Yeah. So there's obviously some truth to the crazy stories, but yeah. Mm. yeah I reckon right. we should move on because this is so far from basketball. Right? Nah, that, I reckon this is right in the um, pocket, eh? All right. Um, uh, oh, it's quite funny. Jimmy Butler set out the All-Star game. So um, Cassidy Hubrath, your, your favorite reporter said that um, uh, reported that Jimmy Butler would play Lou Williams, who was like complaining about Jimmy Butler not playing. Lou Williams, for some pathetic reason, thought he should be in the All-Star game. Uh, I was campaigning me. for him as well. It annoyed me that he thought he should be. Great, great man. You've done mm. um, six good weeks of playing basketball. Could, well, String question, it together for two seasons and maybe you'll get become an All-Star. The question I want to say is, could he have gotten over Goran Dragic? He could have, eh? Because there's no East versus West. No, there? no, no, no. It was East versus West. Oh, and it was right. the injuries. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. He's an outsider chance. Yeah. But just stop complaining about it. Yeah. Like, welcome to I sports. Thought, I thought Goran Dragic was a weird choice because I had him on my fantasy team and I traded him because he was trash. Mm. At the time he got in, he was like still, in terms of fantasy rating, he was still so low. Like, he wasn't in the top. 150 and yeah, I was but like fantasy's not everything yeah but for the me heat, it is you, you gotta, gotta remember the heat just put it together the heat had a great record at the time they're like the yeah. fourth team in the in the east 
They had no all-stars. And Jason. the only option. No, I was about to say Jason. Josh Richardson. The thing that got Hassan me. White the thing that got me is that it felt like every player who complained got in. Yeah. Like every player who had a wine, except for Lou Williams, F him. So maybe I, I, I take it back, Lou. You had the great strategy. But Dragic, like, um, complained about it. He had a legitimate complaint that when I had stats, they didn't put me in because my team was too bad. Now my team's good. They're not putting me in because I don't have the stats. Mm. Like, um, yeah. it's good that Dragic deserves to make one All-Star game. So, like, shout out to him. It was funny the, seeing him out there, though. Like, he... Like, he was not up to scretch. No, nah, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching the New Zealand um, football team at the Soccer World <laughs> Cup. What are you doing? You're not. They're like, whoa, we were unbeaten against Italy, but we were effing terrible. Like, Italy's <laughs> payroll is $70 million. Our payroll is like $3 million. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, and the, it, it, Italy is getting value for money because they are dope and our team is horrific. Um... Uh, serious. Okay. Anyway, just it's quite awesome. It's so cool that Jimmy Butler said, "I will play you for a hundred thousand dollars." Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. And I thought it was going to happen, and then Jimmy Butler got injured instantly. R.I.P. Mm. But um, no, he didn't die. He just like rolled his ankle or something. But he's. And it's he's really dead. sad for me though, because Jimmy Butler's nah. one of my favorite players. The Warriors going nowhere, and um, I'm sick of. Uh, Jimmy Butler has just sucked. Don't get me wrong. It's good. I'm glad he's on that team, and I'm glad they're heading in the right direction. Well, yeah, they're the fourth but seed. Their two young players have disappeared. Like, Carl Anthony Towns, he's probably an all-star, so I shouldn't say it too much, but, like, Carl Anthony Towns, what are you doing? Wiggins, what are you doing? Get those guys back in the spotlight. I think this is generally a good thing. The Wolves weren't going to beat any of the teams above them, were they? I was excited to see what they were going to do. I What's funny is... Um, because they're too tight. Cause they're in the third seed. Hard. They're the third seed in the West. That's quite impressive. Yeah. Um, and the Rockets It is very tight, though. To blitz them. But yeah. um, here's the thing. We did our predictions, or oh, oh, I did, on Reddit before the season. And one of them was that the Timberwolves... I actually said they'd finish as high as the fourth seed. Mm. And, I mean, they were on track. Let's hope. It's crazy, how, it's crazy how it works, how it goes up and down. It's like... The Nuggets are like closer to being out than they are to be the third seed, and they're like three wins off the third seed. It's it's ridic- ridiculous. Um, it's exciting though. It's good that the NBA has got that um, excitement. I think one on one should happen, and there's got there's got to be an. I can't believe we didn't say it last week. There's got to be an All Star Game, um, like feature a one on one tournament. They didn't try. To, they yeah. tried horse. Am I right? They didn't try. Did they try one on one at the same time. Nah, I don't think they've ever. Done I mean, that. you get some real rough ballers. Like the stars probably wouldn't sign up for it, but I reckon it'd be entertaining mm. just to watch some high level one on one. It's weird, it doesn't happen. Yeah, one thing we should bring up real quickly is what about how we were talking about how there should be a talent quest, mm. and they actually kind of did one. Yeah, and I think Victor Oladipo won with singing, and then the other contestants were. I think Dwight Howard should have won. Like, just being good at singing and playing basketball isn't a great skill. Like what did Dwight Howard do? Quite well known. Dwight Howard did impressions. Oh, I didn't see that they one. They hated on him. Like, the main reason it went kind of viral and was on Twitter and stuff is because Shaq and Charles just ripped into him. But was that this year? Yeah. Oh. He's genuinely got a gift. Like, he did Shaq, Charles, 
maybe a few like comedians did like Kevin Hart and stuff. Yeah. He's not bad. And the reason I admire him, maybe just because I can't do impressions, but there's two aspects to impressions, which I think are hard. The first thing is doing an impression that seems like them. And the harder thing is actually talking in their style and in a funny way. Yeah. Like there's, it's difficult. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? What? We do a couple of impressions. Okay. I'll say a celebrity. Yeah. You do the impression. <laughs> yeah, I'm very good at impressions. Let's do it. Okay. President Donald Trump. My fellow Americans, we are gathered here today. Next. That was appalling. I was hoping you were going to go Cosby go, straight off I'll the try. I'll blocks. try. I'll try. He's a, re- a really great... No. Really good guy. He's we, really... He, well, yeah, I've got it now. He's a really good guy. He's... <laughs> you sound like you're in a... Um, he's like a, a... Departed. He's a... He's a wonderful guy. It's a great deal. Really good. Um, I didn't nail that. Oh, I can't, okay. Oh my god, this is depressing. I, I I can't do impressions. You can't do it. Oh, no, We're no. just demonstrating how hard it is. Dwight was pretty good. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't go there and expect to see like one of those really good YouTube impressionists or something like that. He's not top level, but for a professional athlete, I thought it was a high level of skill. Yeah, I was quite impressed. And for him, give me another impression. Dwight, the butt of jokes, mate. We've just crashed and burned on the last no, one. It sucked all one. the momentum of the podcast, and you're like, you want another one? Yeah, I want to redeem myself. Um, okay, I'm going to give you a, what I'm going to call is a, a softball because I think you probably practiced this before without maybe really thinking about it. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you to do Jay Z, one of the uh, easiest. No, hard man, hard. Yeah, can't use it. You're a genius for this one, motherfucker. Yeah. You could be anywhere in the world right now and you choose to be here and I'd like to thank you for that. You're crazy for this one. I can't do it at all. Yeah. It's like Michael Jackson. I think there's easier rappers to do. Okay, who's the easiest one to do? And if you Mm. do Young Jeezy, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, Young Jeezy. <laughs> or Lil Wayne. He's not a person. Where is Young Jeezy these days? He's I gone. saw Wally the other day was like bragging about his yeah. sneakers on Snapchat. For yeah. a start, Snapchat. I'm trying no, to like I'm Dave Chappelle's. Cole. I got money. Okay, we're falling apart. <laughs> that's You're not in the ballpark. No. You sound like a Simpsons mafia character. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. No, he doesn't. So he based his whole. Wally has gone crazy on Snapchat showing people's sneakers. Yeah. Whatever, I'm ill. Well, that's a bit better. Yeah. A millionaire, I'm a young money millionaire, tougher than Nigerian. It's a lot easier when you listen to the song over and over and over again. Yeah. Here's a question then, okay? One of your favorite artists, can you do Kanye? Nah, not at all. I can. Go. I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) Well, I can't can't think of a time when Kanye speaks. You just said it in your voice, but just louder. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you finish. Haha, that was a good one. Your first good one in a while. Your first good one in a while. Anyway, let's move on. That sucked all the money. You, you were the one. You were the one who wanted to keep it, bring it back. Yeah, well, you, it, it was going good. Serious Dallas Mavericks sexual harassment case. Okay. Whoa, that got real serious, eh? Quite a sad um, story coming from Dallas, the CEO of 15 years or whatever. Um, serious sexual harassment claims that came out, or there was red flags when he went to Under Armour. And got fired within like a comically short amount of time. So it lasts like three yeah. months. What's he doing now, that guy? Time's up. Well, he's, well, he's probably rich as shit. So yeah. it's, it's like, what's Donald Sterling doing? Just like living the dream on yeah. his boat. But Time's up for them. But like, it, it is good to at least be publicly shamed, even if criminal convictions won't come against him, because it's yeah, really hard yeah. to charge things like this. 
it's interesting for the Mavs though because um, uh, I mean this has all been said everywhere, but like Cuban always like talked about how hands on he was. This is pretty bad if for fifteen years this guy's been pulling the shit. Hmm. Um, I think the only interesting comment I had on it was it was weird how everyone when they're doing this serious chat about this because it's a very serious topic was like oh it's so great that Adam Silver has set up this is like the effing they're like oh full credit to the NBA Players Association to Adam Silver for saving the All-Star game he didn't save shit it's still pretty terrible um, they're like full credit to Adam Silver and the wonderful team at yeah. the NBA right. head office for organising a sexual harassment helpline they love giving full in. credit they love giving full credit it seems dodgy to me. I was like, if you were someone who was a victim, I'd say the first thing I'd do is get a lawyer. But like calling an NBA helpline, don't get me wrong, it seems like what they're doing is reaching out to help. And I hope that's generally what they did. But the cynic inside me is saying that um, they're setting up the helpline as a way to like neg- negate risk. Ah, right. Like if, every, if they've got an epi- they can, um, the NBA can immediately find out how big their problem is and how to counter it. I'm not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're going to victim blame or try and discredit the complainants or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, it may not be an altruistic thing to do. It may be that they're trying to just get a jump start on fl- – because they didn't know this Dallas Mavericks thing obviously caught them off guard. Otherwise, they would have been, like, better prepared for it, and they wouldn't be leaked out in a Sports Illustrated article. Yeah. But um, I don't know why um, calling the NBA helpline if you're a victim would be any better than – um, anonymously reporting it to Sports Illustrated or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that have your interest. The NBA has like vested interest in keeping the team and the league's reputation intact. Yeah, yeah. Here's like, a- like how PGA Golf doesn't release their um, their golf doping according to a nut oh, yeah. party doesn't release their Bring doping stats. Um, yeah, uh, who knows what the NBA would do with this information? But anyway, uh, I, ho- I hope they're doing it. I shouldn't be so cynical. And I while we're speaking about the Dallas Mavericks, what about how a few weeks ago I talked about how they'd been. Low-key, very good at tanking. Yeah. He came out and he got mm. fined. Yeah, he, 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 she said they were tanking. For saying they were tanking. Do you think but, that was a smoke screen? Because that was like the day before this announcement came out. And he's like, damn, I've got to get some smoke going around. Oh, no. I Cuban could be, I he got fined $600,000, which he paid straight away. And you think maybe it's because connected. Because that's so much money. $600,000. I don't care if you're a billionaire. That's crazy. $600,000 US. So it's like a million New Zealand dollars. You could live your rest of your life on it. You could retire now. Okay, I'm getting a bit crazy. But anyway, um, Cuban could have his team stripped. Like, if this goes bad for him. Yeah. This is a Donald Sterling level, like, mm. level of, like, incompetence. It's gone quiet the last few days, though, I feel. Oh, yeah, but, like, yeah. Um, Crap will be read, read Yeah, it. I guess they're, like, it's not an easy one. they're you investigating can't, it, You right? can't. It, it's, it's hard because these are topics. The reason they don't carry on is because you can't have fun with them. Yeah, it's like Kevin Durant making maybe. fake Instagram accounts. You can talk about that for years because there's no real victim except for the 13 year olds he bullied. <laughs> but um, and Kevin Durant, I guess I hope his mental health is okay. Um, but in this case, like it's a very serious topic, so you can't have like light chat about it. Yeah. So yeah. it's not it's not worth talking about unless there's some it's actual not, news. It's not great for this lighthearted podcast. No, it's it's not. Oh, I thought I should bring it up. No, no, it's fair. well. This um this I'm, is lighthearted but also sad. This next story. Um, I'm probably so, going to go back and I reckon I'm going to blank out the bit where I talked about the nanny named Fran. They got, yeah. That got too dark. Got too dark. Well, people can watch the video. It's a dark, it's a dark yeah. video. Um, uh, this, is, this is not serious, but kind of sad. Um, a, so a reporter tweeted from All-Star Weekend. I'll just read it out. Um, Buddy healed to silent reporters surrounding him at Media Day. He said, Buddy Hield said, are you guys shy or something? Why aren't you asking me any questions? 
And reporters, the reporter's response was, dude, LeBron's going to talk here in 45 minutes at the same station. We're just standing here waiting for him. Mm, I hate that, man. That's so, like, where's I the hope, manners? Yeah, I hope that guy, that, I assume it's a guy. Mm. Not because women can't be journalists, but because. Yeah. That sounds like something. That sounds like a, a dickhead dude. Yeah. I hope he's fired. <laughs> okay. I hope he's um, like the, um, the Houston Rockets guy who once tweeted a, a picture of a horse and a gun next to it. I hope he gets not only fired like the guy who tweeted that, what was but that? also shot. Oh, was that because they were playing the Mavericks? I thought it was fine. About This ended emojis in the NBA. For full disclosure, I hate emojis, so I'm glad it ended. But there was a time when emojis just took over yeah. the NBA. It was around the time of DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. You know how in like um, Blake Griffin and stuff were tweeting like long emojis that yeah, like had cryptic yeah. messages. Well, around that time, um, the Houston Rockets, social media, they guy. beat the Mavericks and they just did a gun and then a horse. And I thought yeah. that's fun, and funny and fine. That. that seems pretty full on. No, but the thing is with sackings though is that normally it's the tip of the iceberg like you're looking for a reason to fire someone yeah anyway. yeah so you i could be wrong i could be wrong but like um also if your billion dollar business gets bad publicity mm. the easiest thing to do is just fire the guy minimum i think wage recently the, the trailblazers social media person got fired for something and everyone was sad because they said he was like the best one he was like the best one yeah but there's the, the guy the best social media accounts are the ones that like um skate the line i like british mm. football because like the like the bad um the bad teams in the lower Premier League and the and the second division, they all um like their Twitter accounts like turn on the team as they start to go bad. Yeah. I love that, but they'd never have in the, the NBA. The Magic had a great social media person a few years ago <laughs> who would like um tweet photos with the uh the whiteboard in the background with yeah. all the players we were targeting written on it. Yeah. And uh it was gold, man. It's crack up. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Um I, I, it feels bad though if you're a social media person and you're just trying to have fun and make it fun for the fans and some crappy blog picks you up and causes a controversy and then all of a sudden you got to, within reason, like if you're tweeting some racist stuff or something, then get him out of there. But if you're doing an emoji of a horse getting shot, yeah. get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so sad for Buddy Heald. Um, it's weird how in America people can be so, like just smooth it over a bit. And also... Wing some questions. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me at all. I've been, as someone who's worked on many red carpets, I will often just interview, A, because I'm from New Zealand and I'm just stoked to talk to anyone who's on a red carpet. But like, obviously everyone's waiting for Katy Perry, um, but I just talk to anyone just to make them feel good about themselves. Hmm. Um, I'll talk to anyone. I actually found, oh, this is quite a, we were waiting for Katy Perry. It was a Grammy after party and I was on the red carpet and like they always say these amazing celebs are going to come, but there's no amazing celebs coming through. Like there's a few reality show contestants, a few minor musicians, a few bands that won Grammys but no one had heard of because they were like one like best alternative country rock album and stuff like that. A bunch of old men. Yeah. Um. But there's one dude walking down who's really tall, tall, and um wearing really bad clothes. Like it looked like he'd stitched his own beer coat or something. Yeah. I was like, who is this mother effer? So I just talked to him because I thought he was. Um, weird and I actually through the interview I was like this guy is like familiar and then it wasn't until like literally five minutes through the interview he's quite good talent I realised it was Kurt Neslovich or whatever his name is I can't say his name properly I don't even know if I'm saying is, is his name Kurt I think so um, the third member of Nirvana wow and it was awesome in the end I got a selfie with him and I was like 
it kind of like it was kind of embarrassing for me that I didn't recognize him straight away and literally interviewed him because he looked like a Gumby and he's a very weird guy. But this mother effer was the third guy. So it's Cobain, um, dude from the Foo Fighters. What's he called? Someone give me the best, uh, the best, the best. Name. Kroll? Well, we're gonna have to. We can't end the podcast before or get to Magic Mayhem before we say the name of the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. Kroll. He's very famous. He's the most famous guy of all time. Everyone loves him. Uh, He's Bogan's hero. I'm just thinking. Kurt Nislovich, whatever his name is. Oh, no. Obviously, his name's not Kurt. What's Nislovich? Oh, my God. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl, yeah. Yeah. And then what's the name of the third guy? I mean, I look. I just Google search Foo Fighters. Nislovich. We'll search Nirvana. Oh, man. All right. No, I I don't want to make you depressed, but um, the magic segment's coming up next. Nirvana. Chris. Chris. Chris Nislovich. Chris... Novoselic. I've never. I I interviewed him, and afterwards I didn't try and find out how to pronounce his name. Novoselic. You're so bad at pronouncing like European names. Yeah, I'm. I'm Borderline feels like racist towards white people. Novoselic. Shouldn't joke about racism. Um, And Pat Smear was another one. There's no one called Pat Smear. There was. There was. (laughs) There was someone in Nirvana (laughs) called Pat Smear. He wasn't seen much, or she. All right, it's so they had ma- so many members. It's no, they didn't. It's what time is wrong to go with you? And introduce the members <laughs> of, of Nirvana. Nirvana. Okay, Mate. at on the bench we got Dave Foster on drums for less than one year. Then also oh. on drums. This must be a super fan. We've got, got Dan Peters. Then in the same year, 1988, instrument unspecified. Dale Crover. Then. 87, for less than a year, on drums again, Aaron Burkhard. How would they then, feel? For one so can year, you stop reading out these stupid names? No, I'm getting to the starting five. And now <laughs> There's only three members. Or Jason Everman. Now it's time for your starting five. On drums from 1988 to 1990, <laughs> it's Chad Channing. Chad Channing. He should have made it. On bass guitar from 1987 to 1994... It's Christ Novoselic. Thank you. I finally remember. From 1990 to 1994. Yeah, they ended in 1994 because the lead singer died. Dave Grohl. Yeah. On guitar. Yeah. From 1987 to 1994, Kurt Cobain. And from North Carolina (laughs) at. Instrument unspecified, but the photo looks like a guitar. From 1993 to 1994, Pat Smith. It was probably um, Cobain's dealer. Um, all right. Great. Oh, man. Don't disrespect Pat Good to hear about uh, Nirvana's starting lineup. Uh, get into it. Uh, it's time for Magic Mayhem. It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. Play the sting. You put the sting in. You don't need to say play the sting. I might not put the sting in this time because of your bad attitude. Well, yeah, okay. The sting's the best part of the show. But anyway. Yeah, well. You don't have anything for Magic Mayhem, do you? No, I do. I always have stuff to say about the Magic. You've watched enough games. Uh, I've watched every game. Yeah, it's depressing. And good news and bad news. I can't imagine there's any good news. Bad news is... Can't wait to hear what the good news is. Not winning a lot of games. <laughs> no, that's good news. Yeah. 
Exactly. Oh, oh you got me. The there. good news. Damn it! You really bummed me out. Is we're climbing the uh, lottery odds. Great. I'm, we're I'm really happy about that. We're currently after a good loss today. We've lost <laughs> six in a row. We're in third on the lottery power, like lottery rankings currently. I think what they should do is they should make people almost play for the top pick. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. But they it, should it, have. It is a, annoying because. A mini shitty playoffs. The good news for us is Nick Vucevic is back, and I think he's, <laughs> he's, he's our tank. Poison. He's our tank commander. He should just be out of the NBA. I, I told you not to talk about him, and I oh, wish yeah. you, unless you got something real good to say. He just even just mentioning him makes me actually it affects my mental health. Yeah. So mm-hmm. don't mention him. But like, it should be sixteen teams make the playoffs. It's quite a lot. The other fourteen crap kickers. You've got to play to get that number one pick. I guess mm-hmm. that's bad though, because that means how do you get off the bottom? Here's so here's the bad news. Phoenix, okay, I don't know. who took My on one of our bad. tank commanders, yeah. Alfred Payton, they've lost 10 in a row. So and he's they, commanding over in, over, in, uh, over on the West Coast. Yeah. and <laughs> Is he still ripping for the magic? No, he's hurting What's our the, draft odds. What, I mean, I know, I know that not a lot has happened because it's been the weekend, but has, have, um, has he, he has looked good as an individual, though. Mm. You haven't been following. It's fine. Uh yeah, I don't know. I think he's oh he oh he he was in the video I saw because um he gave up the game winning basket to Damian Lillard. <laughs> Damian yeah. Lillard dribbled past him and did a layup to win the game. <laughs> um, so, but as, he hasn't cut his hair. Um, I feel like the man the main thing as a Magic fan is just desperately watching all the players they've traded away and hoping don't become good, don't become good, miss it, miss it. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I remember um, you, we used to watch, often watch, um, <laughs> what, was the, what was the show we watched to get the NBA, NBA before action. the internet? We used to watch with NBA Iron action. Eagle. And the top tier with Iron, a guy, the man's name is Iron Eagle. Yeah. That's the stupidest, that's the best name. Yeah, what's, no, what's the cooler, what's the cooler, what's one cooler thing than an eagle? Iron. Well, no, an eagle made out of iron. Oh, damn like it. A robotic. I cut your lunch on that joke. Um, and we used to watch the top 10, and the Magic would never be in it because they're terrible. And every time the Magic would come on, they'd be on defense, and Paul would just pray that the play was like a great defensive play. <laughs> He'd be like, come on, block it, <laughs> block it, and they'd get racked on so badly. Every time you'd be like, oh, this is going to be a steal. This is going to be a steal play. Oh, no, we got dunked on again. Oh, Did this see- is it. Well, here's my complaint. You don't see enough steals in the top ten. In the top ten, just plays. a good steal. Yeah, a steal. It may, yeah, imagine if it was the steal to win the game, it would be a good play. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's not. It's another player. The magic getting dunked on. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that was um, all the magic news I needed. No, uh, I wanted to say I show. wanted to say something Wrap about them, but I can't remember what it was going to be. Um, Tracy McGrady uh, is going to the Magic Hall of Fame. He is. I've talked about and this a lot, I, and not Tracy McGrady, but the Magic Hall of Fame. And it, yeah. I don't know if I can handle talking about how stupid this is again. Well, it kind of does disappoint me that the Magic don't retire jerseys because I think that's kind of a nice thing to do. It's a great thing to do, um, and it sells tickets to games. Like, what is wrong with their, their back office that they can't figure out basic economics? Mm. Have a Penny Hardaway jersey retirement night. Everyone will show up for one of their non-selling games of a tanking season. Idiots. I just want to check this one fact because I think there's something very funny. Yeah. So there's one number retired for the Magic. Can you guess what it is? Um, you've already told me. It's uh, it's the fans. You, the fans. Yeah, number six <laughs> for the sixth man. You're like six. Oh, is that for that one season that Patrick Ewing played for the team and wore six? <laughs> No. 
It's for the fans, the <laughs> six man. But also, the f- we've talked about this before. The magic fans are shit. So it was, and so it's even honoring them. They don't deserve it. It's funny because uh, they actually unretired the number for one season. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Patrick Ewing, what could, a joke, mate! Patrick Ewing wanted what it. What a joke. A little bit. Think of it from Patrick Ewing's perspective. He shows up and he's like, "I'm number six. and they're like, "Sorry, that's the one number you can't have." <laughs> We retired it, and he was you like, have any "What number? You who want thirty-two? Who wore six? Number? Yeah, you want one, but Tracy McGrady and so Penny Hardaway's we, number. We have a Hall of Fame, and we have four players in the Hall of Fame. No, we have three. Can you guess them? Yes, I will. I'll name it right now. This is what it should be: Shaq, Penny, Tracy McGrady. This is who it will be: Dennis Scott." Goddamn Scott Styles, probably some other what Haydu Tukalu or some other white power mother effer. Okay, I haven't seen this before, and these are mental. Uh, B.O.B. Scott Skiles. These are mental. We've had one coaching as well. Oh my god, these are mental. But um, <laughs> but I'm going to assume it's Wikipedia. I'm going to assume these are right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Tracy McGrady's being. But apart from that, he's getting inducted this year. Mm. Apart from that, there are three players in the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame. Please say one. Oh else. no! Okay, I, sorry, I was wrong. Ignore, ignore what I was saying. I was reading from the Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay, now we're at the Magic Hall of Fame. Okay, okay. There have been three players. These ones make way more sense. Yeah. Penny, Shaq, yeah. Nick Anderson. Yeah. The and good news is, I is it, they, they probably did sell tickets to those Hall of Fame retirements. Get them back for a proper jersey retirement, mm. like like a normal so, sports team. So yeah, so the list I was... Nick Anderson, don't retire him. So the list I was reading was actually just Orlando Magic players who were in the Basketball Hall of Fame. And I was shocked because it was Dominique Wilkins and Patrick mm. Ewing yeah. and Shaq. And Dominique Wilkins played one year in 1999. Yeah. And Patrick Ewing played one year in 2001. And I thought that was crazy they were retiring them. They've got to retire jerseys. Retire 32 for Shaq, one for Penny, and Dwight. They never retired Dwight. I mean, I realize this is a low bar, but A, those players, I think, if you grew up in the 90s, are very influential. And B, um, I mean, you've got to hold on to some glimmer of hope. Don't you? Yeah. Um, Shit. Like the Magic made two straight finals. I know Stockton alone had much longer careers, but that's with the Jazz. That's what they did. Went to two straight finals, or was it three? I don't know. They're losers anyway. That's the main thing. They always will be. Um, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to say about the Tall Blacks? That's interesting. I watched the, both the Tall Blacks games. on the up. Why have you? you? You've never seen that committed to the Tall Blacks before. I feel like you were just up at two in the morning and just like, oh well, I may as well watch them. Nah, I love the Tallbacks. So you actually stayed up intentionally to three in the morning to watch Tallbacks? No, so the first time I didn't know they were playing. Yeah. And I saw her on social media. Yeah. And I tracked down where to watch it. So you can't watch it on TV, but it gets streamed on uh, Moldy Moldy TV yeah. website. Yeah, dope. And... Uh, That's very helpful. Thank you, Moldy TV, for doing yes, that. Yes. Genuinely, a big thank you to them. But the game against China was amazing. Mm. It was like neck and neck, and then we just pulled away in the clutch. Like mm. it was a clutch as performance. Mm. And the the thing is, I, I is like a, I think we would have qualified anyway. It seemed like qualifying was actually quite easy. I thought it was going to be hard. China's not good. 
We always make the world championships. China, they you sh- think they're good because of Yao Ming, but they're yeah. trash. No, nah, I, don't, I, nah, I don't think that. I think they should, they should be, be good. good. They've got like 300 million basketball And it's players. like their main sport now. <laughs> um, what is the main sport in China? That's a good question. Well, it's like table tennis and basketball. Oh, well, they're I, I literally Googled it. Don't even F with them on table tennis. Yeah. They are dope. Um, I love how they get into skiing. I, I heard like um, they, because they're going to hold the um, Winter Olympics in Beijing. So the Chinese government, which doesn't seem that democratic, so I don't want to support it too much, but it's dope. They're just going to build like 300 ski resorts to try and get good at um, like skiing between now and like, yeah. Beijing. Uh, a bit evil, but um, kia kaha to them. Mm. Uh, Tallbacks, uh, they're on the up and up. Like obviously Stephen Adams is genuinely looking like, because I've always like, I'm like, what are the, if the Tallbacks are trash, which they have been for the last like 10 years, what are they going to do with Stephen, because like, I always want Stephen Adams to play. Like he's going to come on and grab them, improve their rebounding and their team defense. Like what's he going to do? But now he genuinely seems like uh, an offensive option. Like don't get me wrong, he's mm. not going to be your top scorer, or your top. I tell you what, he might be for the tall blacks, but he's not. He's not. He shouldn't be a go-to option. He put up, but he's he's decent. He put up big numbers today in the first quarter. Mm. Like well, you know, he had like maybe twelve points in the first quarter. Yeah, he's very and, good. Uh, no, but you know who was marking him? Oh. Just he who should not be named on this oh, podcast. Don't talk about it. I know. I okay. Didn't mention it. Um, so Stephen Adams genuinely like now looks like he could do damage against Australia on the offensive end, who's a team we mainly try and beat. And uh, there's good young talent there, including the Webster brothers. It's quite dope to see. I watched some of the China highlights. It was dope to see um, uh, like one Webster pass the other Webster for a shot and stuff like that. It was quite yeah. Good. Oh, they were great. Teamwork. And Shay Illy, man, down the stretch. That's my guy. I'm nervous about Shay Illy because he's like. Tiny, yeah, but he's got the biggest vertical end of that sentence. He's got <laughs> the biggest vertical. Yeah, I, I, I root for Shay um, Elliott as well, though. He's, he's my, I think he's my favorite. Him and uh, local Nelson boyfriend Delaney. Shout out to Finn. Those are my guys. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, my point is they've got a good young foundation of like role players, and they really need stars. So Adams yeah. is like waiting to inject himself. And they kind of just need their other player. And I'm hoping it's going to be one of the Webster brothers who becomes like a a, a number one option scorer. Yeah. Can um obviously Corey's a money shooter. Is is it Ty? Yeah, Ty Webster. Ty Webster. Is he um a decent shooter? Yeah, I think so. So he looks good because he's so quick, right? Yeah. Like reverse laps think, and stuff. I think they're looking awesome. Like. So the, you remember they're playing China and Korea. They're not good. Yeah, but like... The NBA stat, like Canada is like ranked like, 24th. Sorry, their world build is, is fun. Like they're like fast. They're kind of embracing, I feel like, um, the way the NBA Warriors is going in play. terms of jacking threes and playing with pace and be, being... They were quite small against... Because um, they got teams. no picks. That's yeah. why, another reason why they need Adams. Yeah. But, like they got um, some uh, like breakers reserved players out there playing for them. Maybe. But your story about um, Ty... Um, oh, Ty, yeah, that was very funny. Ty Webster in the game against Korea. So that, he was sitting for ages, and um, and it was because he had foul trouble. And then they were like... They kept kind of bringing it up. The commentary was very weird. And yeah, they kept bringing it up. It's a multi-TV commentary. What do you expect? And uh, and then finally he stopped back in, and they were like, here he is, back into the, injecting himself back into the game. They inbound it to him. <laughs> he takes like a dribble... Loses the ball, it gets stolen. The guy dribbles down. He he runs back. He fouls him, and the guy does an and one, and he fouls <laughs> out. And he just walks real sad <laughs> off. And then he just sat there, just 
hello darkness, my old friend, to the maximum. Just st- real good posture, but just staring with dead look in his eyes. And I mean, the game was basically won by then. Although they did actually kind of let them back into it a little bit there. But um, especially with the and one, that really helped. <laughs> but yeah. it was very good comedy. Shout out to the Tall Blacks. Uh, shout, shout out to, out to World Basketball. Well, do you know when the World Cup is? Is it coming up? I think it's next year, but I'm excited for it. I might be wrong. We're talking Basel World Cup, not Football World Cup, right? Oh, excited for the Football World Cup. Football World Cup this year. I think Basel World Cup next year. Football World Cup this year is going to be epic. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Okay, Brazil Brazil back on top, back like hot favourites. Germany going, I hate Germany, but Germany going for two World Cups in a row, Mm. which is like, hasn't been done since like Palais or some shit. And then you got Ronaldo and Messi essentially giving it their last crack. Like Messi probably at the peak of his powers if a little bit down. Ronaldo on the way down. Like this is their chance. Because they're, they're, they're like, re- Messi's supposed to be the GOAT mm. and Ronaldo's right there as well. If they could win a World Cup, that would almost immortalize them. Not only that, if they could beat the other one. Yeah. Like, so it's going to be tough. Um, Portugal beat one Euro, so it's like they've got to be in the mix. Yeah. Like normally, the team that wins Euro has got a hot chance. Um, Argentina's a shambles. It's like Messi and mm. the bunch of shit kickers. But surely the amount of talent they've got, surely they can get it together. Mm. So exciting, riveting stuff. Here's an idea. Yeah, combine the football and the you, basketball. No, World Cup. no sorry. you launch. Yeah, a football podcast. Football podcast. The passion that oh, you're you, talking about right are you, now. Oh, I thought you were being. I thought you were being a dick. You were sarcastic. Nah, I don't know anything. I don't no, know no, any, I'm just saying like the passion. Like yeah. I just saw after after an hour of talking about basketball, Very I just saw the yeah. light come back into your eyes. Yeah, I know. I'm not allowed to recommend basketball podcasts, which I love on this um, podcast. Can I recommend football podcasts? You may. Guardian Football Weekly. Great podcast. I especially love the, the deep voice Scottish guy. Mm. Um, I, re- I want to look at a photo, but I feel like if I see a photo, it'll disappoint me. You know that, how that's a podcast? Like they're yeah. always like weird looking people. Yeah. And then um, the football. Ra- for, so that's Guardian Football Daily is just genuinely a great football mm. wrap up, mainly the Premier League, but they do Google Champions me League and International. And in for a treat. Um, Men and Blazers is good, especially because it's an American perspective and they, they dumb it down a little bit, but they also are so poetic for a podcast. And finally, uh, football ramble for the great stories of like there's teams that will just um there's a team that stole a taxi and went on a drunken drive to like McDonald's like three days before their game for relegation like the lower league the lower league British tiers are just hilarious mm. um and so I can't, cannot recommend it enough I was um reading a, a long form Twitter thread about a player who went from Real Madrid to like Everton. Oh, we're getting played out. We're getting pl- this we're is getting not played intentional. Out. We're getting played this out. This is not intentional, but it seems like it. You can only we can, you probably can't hear it because it was faintly playing through headphones. Yeah, I was going to tell a great story about a Real Madrid player went to Everton and I'll got told that he couldn't handle the nightlife. But that that and was where obviously where our last episode finished. He went was right. to a he went to a um uh, a training and left two strippers waiting in the car while he did his training, and then. Uh, he got suspended for that, obviously. And then, um, like, a year later, he was out of the team completely. He went from Real Madrid to Everton mm. to out of football, and now he's a rapper. I've got to find that guy's name because he's a, he's a goldmine. Uh, anyway, uh, we should wrap it up. Shout-out to football. Shout-out to the Tall Blacks. Shout-out shout to, to... Not shout-out to the Magic. Shout-out to Paul. Thanks shout for being here. Shout-out to the nanny named Fran. Shout-out to um, Get Paul's new album on uh, Spotify now, if you've listened this long. Thank you. We depreciate it from the bottom Shout of our heart. Shout out to... Me? Mm. 
Shout out to Gin and Jen hairdressers. I've been uh, Guy Williams. I've been Paul Williams. Cole! That reference won't make sense to anyone who hasn't seen the special anyway. It's not worth watching for that, to be honest. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.